Super Talk Mississippi media production. Southern Miss fans know the number one stop for Golden Eagle Apparel is Campus Book Mart on Hardy Street in Hattiesburg. Baseball, basketball, football, Campus Book Mart has it covered with clothing to fit the young and old, big and small Golden Eagle in your family. You can visit the store on Hardy Street, shop online at campusbookmart.net, or call in your order and have it mailed to your front door. However you choose to buy, always visit Campus Book Mart first. You won't be sorry. Campus Book Mart and Southern Miss, to the top. Or free record on my count. Seven, six, five, four, three, two, roll A, fade up on A. Southern Miss to the top. You're tuned in to the Eagle Hour. Hey, everybody. Welcome to another edition of the Eagle Hour on the Super Talk Radio Network. Bob Getty and Kelly Santer. We're in the Southern Bank Corps studio here in Hattiesburg. Uh, Luke is out the remainder of the week, but we're glad you're with us. Got a great show for you today. We've got the brand new director of the Pride of Mississippi Marching Band in the studio with us. He's going to join us momentarily. Joe Bryant, who is the statistician for Southern Miss football on the show today as well. We're going to visit with our buddy Dakota Baker down at Ramey Motors a little later in Purvis, Mississippi. Opening segment of the show sponsored by Dickey's Barbecue Pit. Proud supporters of the Eagle Hour and proud supporters of Southern Miss Athletics. A great place to cater your next event, whether it's for your church or your business. Uh, They do a great job of catering. And, of course, it's a great place to take your family for dinner tonight. So our thanks to Dickie's Barbecue. Travis Higa is newly named the director of the Pride of Mississippi Marching Band, and we're happy to have him in the studio with us. Congratulations. This has to be pretty exciting. Very exciting. Thank you for having me here. All right. So I heard you and Kelly talking out in the uh, lobby uh, while I was getting ready for the show, and uh, I know plans are all in the works, but kind of summarize for us, Travis, what uh, Football fans that come to the Rock uh, this year can expect to see from the Pride. Yes, yeah. Well, so we're very excited to be getting uh, starting the season again. Uh, I think you'll love seeing just the support that the Pride has for the entire campus, including the football team and the season that's upcoming. You know, especially having um, a great baseball season, all of our students are super excited to be back on campus and, and, and jazzed about this upcoming football season. Yeah. As I was telling you, there's nothing like the first taste of fall in the air. You're on a college campus. You hear the band practicing. Mm-hmm. That just kind of tells you that it's, it's a change of season. Uh, talk a little bit about what all goes into the preparation starting now, I guess, mm-hmm. uh, till football season. Yeah, so starting now, it's a bunch of just planning and logistical things to make sure that we have all the – shows set up and all the music in the right folders and um you know all the rooms reserved but once students are on campus they're getting back you know remembering what it is to march on the field and to figure out our halftime and pregame shows learning all the music which we we will have six different shows this year uh each um a new show for each home football game um and then just learning all the new music that we want to uh, introduced to the fans, you know, some old traditional music or older, I should say. Um, and then also incorporating some of the new songs that uh, I think our student section would really like. One of the shows that you're doing this year, Here, uh, Here Comes the Sun, is 
kind of revolves around Southern Miss going into the Sun Belt Conference. But I don't think a lot of fans realize, Travis, with your 280 members of the of the Pride, it's a different show every single time you guys mm-hmm. play. So it's not one and done. Correct. Yes. Yeah. The only show that we keep repeating is our pregame show. That's pretty traditional of what we do here. Um, but yes, for every home football game, we have a new show for the audience to stay engaged, so that you know they don't see the same thing over and over again, and they hear different things from our our student organiza- organization. How do you go about picking out the music? which has to be picked out earlier in the spring, Mm -hmm. obviously, to get it arranged ready for the fall. How do you make those selections? Great question, yeah. Uh, With that, we uh, work with our students, our student leadership, uh, in the spring, late fall, and we kind of brainstorm and and shake the tree a bit to make sure that uh, we we, we find all possibilities. And then from there, um, my uh, assistant director of bands, uh, Eric Scott, and I, we really look at all of the options provided to us and just see what makes the best fit for our students, but also our audience members, uh, you know, everyone that's there at each home football game, and to see what they would enjoy hearing and seeing on the field, but also finding the right arrangers for the pride to write a, a piece of music that our students can really enjoy playing and rehearsing. But the music is one thing, but then you have to march Correct. to it. So how do you go about... <laughs> there's so many moving pieces to a marching band that I'm even learning about. So how do you go about choreographing the marching that goes along with the music once you've made the music selections? Yeah. So that comes in a little bit later, uh, and that falls on the laps of uh, myself, uh, Eric Scott, and some some of our grad students who, who need that experience. And uh, of course, with technology now, we have some programs with that to just plot some points and, and make some shapes and see if they work. And, and then uh, you know, the next step is teaching that to the students as well, um, the final step. Um, but yeah, it, that's just through some creative activity that, that we kind of learn throughout schooling. Now, Travis, these kids that are in the, in the Southern Miss Band have always been very talented. The band's mm-hmm. always been very, very good. Uh, where do you go find these kids? How do you go about recruiting kids mm-hmm. to, to play in the prod? Oh, good, good question. Death, very similar to athletics. Um, like, uh, especially down here, um, I came from different, you know, places where, um, you know, we didn't quite have to do this as much. But for for there's just so many band programs and great band programs in the state that we go out into the schools. Uh, myself, our director of bands, Catherine Rand, and Eric and I, we go out and just see students in the schools and and see, um, you know, how they're doing, what we can do to help them out, what um, they can teach us even. And then just make some meaningful relationships there. And then also we host a bunch of things on campus, like our All-South Marching Band Day. Last year we had 350 high school students join the marching band, um, shooting for a lot more this year. So come right. on out for that game. Are, are these kids on scholarship that are in, in the Pride? Mm-hmm. Uh, most of the students that are marching in the Pride do receive what we call a service award, similar to a scholarship, um, for their time and energy that they put into um, participating in the Yeah, they the do Pride. such a fabulous job. They, they it's, just, it's such an important part of college football atmosphere. Mm-hmm. It's mm-hmm. critically important. And, now, I want you to look at Kelly, and Kelly claims that he was a dancer for a band at Iowa State. Do you believe that, Travis? Oh, yes, for sure. We're going to have him join us on the field this year. <laughs> Actually, I got to tell you, about 25 years ago, um, 
and I don't, and it might have been Tom Friskillo, mm-hmm. the retired director of marching bands, wanted me when I was doing television, wanted me to to march with the pride, and I, so I got to clang the cymbals dur- <laughs> during a halftime show. But I learned very quickly when you're playing the cymbals, you need to have your hands up in the air and out away from your body, oh, yeah. not low and close. <laughs> <laughs> It was uh, it was painful. Uh, I, I made a mistake, oh, and, and it was painful. The other thing I think that's cool about the band: these men and women are out there. It's 125 degrees. No question. No question. If it's one degree, right. they're out there in you know in August. It doesn't matter. They got the the wool mm-hmm. costumes on. Mm-hmm. Man, it's brutal. Yes, it can. Yeah, it can get brutal. Especially you know a few weeks ago when we had that other heat wave that came through town. Man. Um, Typically, and as for as long as I've been here, um, preseason or, or band camp for us has been hot, but not brutally like this past summer. So I'm hoping that it cools down a little bit more. Um, but, you know, we, we try our best to keep the students cool and and um, have water at all times. And they'll report August 15th. August 15th. And then you guys will put the finishing touches on your pregame and then unveil the band when, Travis, with a, a, a meet the meet the pride so to speak performance yeah so once this the the semester gets going uh we have our pride preview performance on august 26th that's a friday and it'll be at the new southern station on campus um beautiful venue that was just built a few years ago um traditionally it's been held on on centennial green but we're trying this new venue out just to um yeah, I think everyone will love it there. So, looking forward to that. And you, when you when you practice the band too, you're up in that big tower, mm-hmm. right? Mm-hmm. So, what what type of perspective <laughs> does that tower give you uh, that that helps you do your job? Oh, it, it's invaluable um, because most of how everyone will see the the band is from on top, right. looking down at this. We we as directors need to have that same vision as well. So, having that tower there really helps us see and be able to clean and teach. Um, the Pride of Mississippi to make sure they execute and have a successful performance. What takes the most time? We've got about a minute left. Mm-hmm. What takes the most time? Getting the music down or getting the choreography of the marching down? You know, I think that they both take an equal amount of time. The, the I think what it takes the most time is putting it together. Learning the drill is pretty easy on its own. Learning the music is pretty easy on its own. But remembering where you're going from place to place and marching in time. While you're playing the while music. While you're playing the music and memorizing the music, that's what takes the most effort. So make no mistake, Bob, members of the Pride can walk and play music at the same <laughs> Clearly, we see, it, we see it every time they come on the field. <laughs> yes. Yeah. Uh, the, the Pride is so important uh, to, to the Southern Miss Athletic Department uh, and, and football season in particular. We really hope that uh, – All the kids understand that uh, while the football team may get a lot of attention, that everybody understands the significance and the importance of of the pride. And people take, no pun intended, Mm -hmm. a lot of pride in the Mm -hmm. Southern Miss Marching Band. Oh, that's for sure. I appreciate that. Um, And I totally agree. Uh, these students put a lot of time and dedication uh, to represent the university, and uh, you know I just love them so much. Real quick, the one of the shows you said is "Here Comes the Sun" as Southern Miss goes into the Sun Belt. A couple of songs you're going to do in that set: "House of the Rising Sun," "I'm So Excited," "Walking on Sunshine," and okay. wrapping it around with "Fly Like an Eagle" and "Freebird." Okay, cool. All right, there we go. The new director of the Pride of Mississippi, Travis Hickip. Glad to have you in the studio, sir. Thanks for having me. Joe Bryant next. We're going to talk a little Southern Miss football after that. Prize got me in the mood for football. Just thinking about it. We'll be back.
Southern Miss to the top. To the top. You're tuned in to the Eagle Hour. Hey, we want to thank Travis Hegay for joining us, the new director of the Pride of Mississippi, such a big, important part of Southern Miss fall tradition, and uh, we really will look forward to seeing the Pride back on the field. This segment sponsored by Campus Bookmark, campusbookmark.net, the place to buy your Southern Miss apparel, just no better place anywhere, and we hope that that's exactly where you'll go. Also want to remind you about the Super Talk Eagle Hour podcast. You can hear it anytime you like on Apple Podcasts, Audible, Google Podcasts, Spotify, Stitcher, TuneIn, or you can tell Alexa to play the Super Talk Eagle Hour. And, of course, we stream the show live every day on supertalkhattiesburg.com, supertalkmacomb.com, supertalklaurel.com. So many ways to find the Eagle Hour, and we hope that you'll always be a part of that. Joe Bryant is the longtime statistician for Southern Miss football. He's in the booth with John Cox, keeping up with each and every stat. So uh, he's got a pretty good bird's eye view of the uh, football program, uh, what it was like last year and what he anticipates this year. Joe, glad to have you back on the Eagle Hour. Good good to be on. Always ready to talk Golden Eagle football. Well, I know you see every single game, and you've seen every single game for years. So you went through the uh, torture of watching one quarterback after another go down last year. But uh, – uh, we had the strength coach in here yesterday. They feel really good. They feel like the depth of the team has really improved. And interested to hear your thoughts. What What do you think our our fan base will see out of this uh, second year of the Will Hall football program? We'll We'll see a well, way more defined team. In other words, last year things were just you know crazy throughout the year from the beginning to the end and couldn't put things together you're going to see things more like i say the the i's have been dotted and the t's have been crossed this year and so they're going to put it put it together and and show a lot more of a refined product on the field you know we're going to have some depth we've got so many returning guys that uh sometimes it's just scary to think about it and these you, you throw in the sec guys that are coming in here with eight of them or um, 10 of them or so that are going to be in here to, to to compete and and help us. It's it's just going to be a great year. I think it's going to be a, a a good year this year and maybe even greater the next year. Things are building. You know, we we started last year from the base building the foundation. Now we're getting ready to put the put the side walls up and get ready to put a roof on this thing and really start moving along. I I think. I think most people, Joe, probably concur with that, but, but I, I kind of feel like chicken little, that the sky might be falling a little bit, not because I don't agree with what you said, because I do 100%. But I, I tell people, look, so let's, let's not get too um, over-optimistic here, only because the schedule is brutal this year, in my opinion, compared to last year, especially when you're opening albeit at home, against a very good Liberty team. It has been good. You know, Hugh Freeze is always going to have them well-coached, ready to play. Now, they don't have Malik Willis, but they're still Liberty. And then you got to go down and play Miami, which uh, a lot of people think we're in the top 20 as far as recruiting classes last year. Am I being a little bit too chicken little, or, or is, is my argument no, reasonable, Joe? No, not, not at all. Not at all. I mean, I mean, it's the way you want to start out. And, you know, I'm not definitely not thinking, oh, we're going to go in there and, and – and take care of both those teams. Um, I, I think you'll see a different showing at Liberty than we had last year at South Alabama in our opening game. I certainly hope so. Right. And uh, like I say, the, the the defense. I look at you know I I am you know you're talking about me being a statistician. I'm more spotting defense than stats anymore because the stats are all 
done on a, a monitor and not as much as it used to. Used to, you'd sit there with a pen and pencil and you were writing this down and writing that down and keeping up with everything. The good old Nowadays, days. Yeah, good old days. Right. Nowadays, we have a monitor in there that keeps most of the stats. So what I do, my main job, along with the with what they say statisticians, is spotting the defense. In other words, you cannot in these days, either a play-by-play or a color guy, follow both sides of the football. It's almost impossible with it so fast, moving so fast. So I'm sitting between John and between Lee and with binoculars on the field watching the defense and, and feeding into it, into their broadcast, what's going on in the defense. So it goes, it's kind of a smooth air because you can't. You can't sit there and watch the play and watch defense and offense with with the way how fast things move these days. So it's kind of interesting what I do, but you said I've been watching it for years. Yeah, I've watched every play from binoculars for a long, long time now. And uh, it, it does. It moves so fast. The game goes so fast. For me, it's like it starts and it's over. Yeah. But, uh, well, do you ever uh, miss just getting to watch? I know back in the, in another lifetime when I did TV and the last couple of years here did uh, sports, and I realized that I was having to watch every Southern Miss football game through a three-by-three black-and-white uh Mon, you know, eyepiece uh, on a camera, and I didn't like that much, Joe. I like being a fan. Do you ever miss that part of it? No, no. I mean, I like I like being able to to look right in there and see what's going on. In other words, it, it's it's just the way that I do it nowadays. Uh, you got to be careful. You you can't miss a kick. You can't miss anything because there's so much. I mean, for instance, when there's an extra point, you got to see. Look in there and try to determine did someone block that extra point? Did someone touch it? What did someone do uh, on defense? You, you, you know who swatted the ball, who who made the rush to hurry the quarterback? All those different things got to feed into the broadcast because John and and Lee are looking at the offense. Mm-hmm. They're watching the offense, so mm-hmm. so it's 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 interesting. That's just the way I do it now. Right. It's kind of strange at home. I'm always at home. I'm always saying to myself who's making a tackle who's doing this who's doing that right well joe we've we've talked to 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 different coaches not head coaches in the Sun Belt, but position coaches we've talked to radio guys you know that that cover the Sun Belt. all of them seem independent of each other seem to have a common feeling about southern miss they're all very sold on the southern miss defense it's the offense that they're that they're not really buying at this point your thoughts well, on both of those notions? You know, defense always comes along quicker than the offense does. Always. You see that, uh, especially in the spring, when they're trying to do things on offense, and defense comes through. I mean, these kids that we've got in returning back, you know, Santrell Latham and Hayes Maples, I mean, you've got a slew of, of, of uh, linemen now, new and old, mixed in there. And uh, I think it's going to see that. But the offense last year, what we had to do, in other words, with, with the injuries we dealt with and the type of offense we ended up having to run, it, that's what the question is. And it's usually usually that's what it always is, is what's the offense going to do? Uh, what are you going to run? Who's going to be quarterback? I mean, people keep asking that now. I mean, Keys is, is the inside role on quarterback. We know that. But then again – Who's the second team quarterback? 
Right. You know, well, based, who else? based on last season, who's the eighth string quarterback? <laughs> That's right. <laughs> right. Hey, another new another new thing, obviously, is uh, the move to the Sun Belt. Uh, oh. You're going to be seeing a lot different teams. No more trips to uh, Texas, San Antonio, and El Paso, which I'm sure you're going to deeply regret. Uh, this should be pretty exciting, right? Oh, very much so. I mean, we've already got rivalries built with South. Look at look at look at that. And then Louisiana Lafayette, we've played them for a number of years. We, we're right there. You've got Arkansas State. We we've been Troy. You know, Troy's not that far away. And so we're we're way more regional, which will bring more people into here. You know, right, I mean, right. we've had you know you you bring some of the teams from Florida, whatever, in here in the Conference USA and. You know, they didn't have six fans in the stands. Right. Now you're going to see a big difference. You watch what uh, South Alabama brings in here. I mean, that's going to be – they're looking forward to that game just like we are, and and the rivalry is going to be there. You know, I'm, I miss not having Memphis anymore. We miss some of the schools that we had in uh, the old uh, Conference USA, you know, no more UAB. But I think with uh, who we play now, I mean, Louisiana Monroe – you know, that's not far. All these schools will bring a lot more people in here and give our fans a chance to travel. Yeah, that 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 I think it's because I, I don't make a whole lot of road games. I did go to the South Al game, you know, last year and you can go down there and get back the same the same day. Right. You know, so you, you don't even have to give up sleeping in your own bed like, you know, right. at, at my age. And it adds to the atmosphere of a football game when the opposing team has fans in the stands. I mean, there's no question about that. And the bottom, oh, yeah. and the bottom line is what what's coming in financially, right? So, so that that's going to put more butts in the seats, regardless whether you're at home or on the road, which is a win win for all the different teams. Oh yeah, oh yeah. We're at, that's just such a positive. The Sun Belt is, and that, I wouldn't I, I wouldn't have said that five years ago. Right, right. You know, I that's mean, that exactly wasn't the way right. it is, but that, that's what's yeah. happened. That's how the conference. Yeah. The Sun Belt has, has yeah. grown and developed, and so I don't know of anyone that's not excited about Yeah, that, that's a really accurate statement. Five, ten years ago, you wouldn't have thought that, but now clearly, clearly it's a positive move uh, for Southern Miss uh, to go. All right, Joe, well, listen, man, we always uh, want to get your input. We always appreciate uh, your thoughts about it, and uh, we'll look forward to talking to you some more when the football season gets oh, closer. I'm look, looking forward to it. We'll be glad to. All right, thanks, Joe. We appreciate Thank you, you. man. Joe Bryant, everybody spotter for Southern Miss football broadcast. And and uh, M Club, I know he has something. Yes, he's yeah, yeah, he has been very instrumental in running the M Club and helping the M Club. He's a huge Southern Miss guy. Uh, Joe Bryant owns an insurance agency on uh, Highway 49 right across the street from the Rock actually. Right down from 4th Street Barn Grill. That is exactly right. Well, coming up, Kelly, the greatest baseball player in the history of Purvis High School rejoins the Eagle Hour. Just ask him. Dakota Baker, next. (laughs) We'll be back. Southern Miss to the top.
Fourth Street Bar and Grill, a great place to hang out tonight if uh, you want to go get some great entertainment, great food, well, a good lunch tomorrow. We suggest that at the Fourth Street Bar and Grill. And Kelly, introduce our next guest. And I, I had a text actually yesterday uh, from the guys at Fourth Street, and I, I uh, did not do a very good job of getting that on the air. So while you talk to our next guest, let me see if I can pull that up, please. Dakota Baker joins us from Purvis. Mississippi. Bob always picks on you, Dakota, saying that you say you're the greatest baseball player to ever play at, at Purvis High School. And we'll we'll give that to you. All right. We'll... I don't know, man. They, they <laughs> some great guys come through before me, though. Late Walter, Walter Young and Ryan Love Dog. But hey, I'll take any credit I can get. And and he is at Ramey Motors uh, down on Highway 589 between Interstate 59 and Highway 11. You, you can't hardly miss it. But, Dakota, tell us what's rocking and rolling down there this time of year. Man, right now, y'all, we're we're uh, really, really doing big deals with these tractors right now. Uh, really good promotional rates on them. 0% financing for, man, up to uh, 72 and 84 months with certain tractors. Um Side-by-sides are still kind of hard to get in, but as soon as they get in, we've been rolling them. Lawnmowers have been going out like crazy. All our lawnmower packages come with 0% financing uh, for 48 months. So we, uh, we've we been doing great, man. We just hope, hope hopefully the economy can pick back up and we can uh, – we can get some more inventory with Honda in here. That was going to be my next question. How are the supply chain things? Is it is it loosening up at all? It's loosening up a little bit. Um, we have seen a lot of a lot of increase in prices. I mean, I'm, we're seeing anywhere from ten to seventeen percent with some of our uh, companies right now, I and mean, we're having to we're having to market adjust with them. And we're getting shipping in and and freight costs, diesel surcharges, and all this stuff. It's it's getting tough on us, but we're still. We're getting good finance rates and good promos, so we're still rocking and rolling out with them. And and one of the things that you guys never had a problem with in all of this supply chain mess has been your inventory of uh, pre-owned vehicles. Update us. Yeah, so on that, man, we've still been hounding Facebook so, so hard with those. That's where we're really doing great. Um, you know, a lot of these guys are going to auctions and finding stuff at auctions, having to pay the, you know, the dealer and auction fees there, and and man, we just hunt on Facebook, and that's kind of what we've done on our Power Sports side as well. Uh, just just getting on there and making it easy for the customer that maybe want to get out of their lease, or hey, man, I bought this truck last year for this, but I know it's worth more now. You know, we give them more than what they paid for last year, and just make it hassle free for them. Right, Dakota. The truth is that uh, used truck and car values are at an all time high. Am I correct? Oh, it's yeah, absolutely correct. I mean. Last year, I can't. I think I bought three or four new vehicles last year, and uh, I mean, we turned around and sold every one of them. Uh, we had dealers calling me. I bought me and my wife two new ones last year, and the dealers called back and were begging for them back. And you know, normal times, you know, you're going to take a five or six thousand dollar loss, and in times like now, man, you're taking a five or six thousand dollar check back home with you. And it's and it's not just things with wheels on them, but yet things that are outdoors. For example, you've got grills. Uh, there at uh, at Ramey's. You've got generators. You've got boats of all different shapes and sizes. Fill in some of those blanks for us, Dakota. Oh, man, yeah, the generators and our uh, – we got generators and grills. And, look, a lot of people are like, well, man, I just don't have the kind of money to really just throw out two or three grand on some of these Honda generators or a $1,500 grill. But, look, we have 0% financing for 12 months through Tower Home with all those. Uh, every single one of them, we've run out of grills. It's, it's kind of slimmed down on them, but you know, storm season's here, so we're really just one one storm, one big storm away from selling out. And I know last year, Mr. Bob come by and got got one of the little Hondas from me. Yep, 
And, yep. and, and here's the thing about when people say, well, I don't have this kind of money to be paying for a generator in the example that Dakota gave. I got some really bad news for you. Prices are not going to go down. No. Okay. No. No. <laughs> so, oh, no, they're not. Yeah. If you, think, if you think you don't have the money for it now, just wait another year or two. Oh, yeah. And that's what a lot of people don't understand. You know, we got guys right now waiting to buy tractors. And uh, actually today we had a, um, let's see, so our tractors, every one of our 50, 60, and 70 opens across the board went up 13%. I mean, just like that, boom. And there's nothing we could do about it. We didn't have a heads up or nothing. So we had to just do a market adjustment and, and hope we can get them out of here without, without losing on them. You know, but we're going we're gonna to try to keep that price as low as we can for all of our customers and, uh, and just continue to give them great service. All right, Dakota, how do people uh, reach you and uh, reach all the guys down at Ramey Motors? Man, y'all can, y'all can hit us up on our Facebook page. You can give us a call um, on our phone to 769-456-7757. Or look, all us salesmen up there, we are active, active on Facebook. So if there's something for sale on Marketplace, it's probably one of us. All right, man. We hope to get back down there really soon. We get everybody associated with the Eagle Hour Well. That's going to be our first stop, brother. So we'll look forward to seeing you again soon. Hey, great to talk to you guys. Y'all have a good one. All right. Dakota Baker, everybody, at Ramey Motors. Oh, I found it, Kelly. Okay. Slade from 4th Street Bar and Grill wants us to remind everybody about their dart tournament. It's Sunday at 2 p.m., so if you want to participate, it's not too late. You can still get in the 4th Street Bar and Grill dart tournament Sunday at 2 p.m. And also, just remind everybody that tomorrow, my friend, Catfish Friday. Friday. That's your favorite day, isn't That's it? That's as good a catfish as you can eat, and you're talking to a Delta guy that knows a lot about catfish. But if but if you're going to the dart tournament, y'all, I got I made also made the mistake one time of walking in front of some of the um, some of the SAEs when they were playing darts and and almost took one right in the earlopes. <laughs> so yeah, don't, don't we walk in front of the dart boards when uh, when the competition's going on? Uh, we got great news about tomorrow. Uh, we've been talking uh, during the show with uh, famed actor Gary. Grubbs. He's actually going to be, he's actually in New Orleans, uh, New Orleans doing an audition for another movie, but he's has assured me he's going to make it back here by one o'clock tomorrow uh, to be in the studio with us. And we're going to talk about the greatest sports movies of all time, the sports movies uh, that Gary Grubbs has been in. And Kelly Center, you know this, but for people who don't know, this is probably one of the most successful character actors ever, ever. And, and you, he lives right here in Hattiesburg, and he is just the nicest guy on the planet. And you may not know him by name, but if you see his face, you're going to go, oh, that guy. Yeah, Correct. Every, Correct. everybody has seen Gary Grubbs if they don't know him by name. But I just want to know what kind of Hollywood pinheads are making Gary Grubbs audition <laughs> yes, you know, for a part, exactly. for heaven's exactly. sakes. Will and Grace, famous TV show. Yeah. The X-Files, famous TV show. The Rockford Files. I mean, he's worked with some of the, the really the uh, most renowned actors and actresses in the world. I, I, I forget what it was, but it's like I don't. It's some crazy number up in the hundreds of movie and TV credits that he has. And he's he's very he's very blunt too. He'll tell you about some of the Hollywood people that he really likes working with, and about some of them that are scoundrels. And he'll tell you, you know, right. even though these some of these Hollywood actors might come off as being really nice people, he's got some stories that are it's, it's so hilarious too. I'm, I'm I'm a movie buff, and and actually I love B movies. And uh, I can't tell you the nights I've been kind of watching some obscure movie 
And boom, there shows there's there's Gary in the movie. You know, it's amazing. Hey, as long as the check clears, right? That's exactly what Gary Groves has told me. Yes, that's yeah. exactly correct. And he's been in big films too. Oh yeah, I mean, he's been in big films, big TV shows, B movies. But the greatest thing about Gary Grubbs is he lives right on. He lives on the next street over from me. As you'll see him in his yard raking leaves planting flowers, cutting grass, and, and whoever sees him, it's like he's got his hand of, hey, neighbor, and uh, you stop, and Gary Grubbs will have a conversation with you. So he's a wonderful guy. We look forward to having him on. Yeah, he's not one of those Hollywood uh, snobs. that uh, He's really know. not a Hollywood at all. I think that's probably why he lives in Mississippi, married to the former Miss Mississippi, too. If and, and that's why my daughter, who's in town from Los Angeles, who's, she's done some acting, that's why Gary Grubbs is her favorite actor. Well, good. Maybe she can meet him tomorrow. Yeah, yeah, tomorrow. That, 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 that that's what good. she's hoping. So. Yeah, that would be good. So we're going to have Gary Grubbs on the show tomorrow and another really special guest, huh? Mr. Reality. Oh, man. He's going to be on the show tomorrow. He's an SWA championship professional wrestler. They're going to be at the Cameron Center in Laurel on I'm Saturday my night. Grandchildren. And he's broken. Bob, this guy has broken about every rule. I'm glad it's going to be on the phone. Because mm-hmm. uh, we got a lot of glass here in the studio, mm-hmm. and um, and what's his famous hold? The reality check, and you're you're done if the reality check is. On you do mode. not want a reality check, but that's his job. He says is to bring people back down to to real life. So, so Mister Reality Benjamin J Woods will be joining us, and he's got a message for uh, Southern Miss fans tomorrow yeah, here yeah. on the show. Did you share any? Or is that something well, you want to wait? That, that's what we call a tease in the business. You oh, know, so, yeah, that's so, right. You are in the business. I, I, I forget about that. Yeah. Well, we you're use that lot, term loosely. You're in a lot of business. Yeah, we, we, lo- we don't want to discuss here on Eagle Hour. <laughs> use that term loosely. <laughs> but, you know, Travis Higa was on the show, you know, a little bit earlier. 280 kids, Bob. 280 kids. Yeah, that have, and they don't get enough credit for what they do either. I, I agree, man, because, you know, the football players, like I said, they're, they're, they'll come in and their two-a-days are televised. But you'll go over there to what used to be Pride Field. I don't know what they call it. Uh, anymore well it's not pride field because it's mm-hmm. they've but they do have a practice area right next to the they do have their own practice area yeah right next to the uh to reed green coliseum and that's where they practice their marching i mean you see those kids out there just and like i said it's 130 if it's one degree and they're out there busting their butt for that uh, halftime right. performance all right we appreciate him being here yeah. that's an important part of southern miss athletics no question we're gonna wrap up the show right after this To the Eagle Hour. The Eagle Hour. Southern Miss to the top. I want to thank Travis Hagey, the director of the Pride of Mississippi, Joe Bryant, Dakota Baker, for all joining us here on the Eagle Hour on a Thursday edition of the show. We're glad you're with us this afternoon. This segment sponsored by D1 and D-Bat, our good friends down on Hardy Street, where you can train for every sport if you're an adult athlete 
where you can train for baseball and uh, softball if you're into those sports. Great for kids, uh, great <coughs> programs for everybody, and uh, there's a program for every athlete of every age at D1 and D-Bat. State-of-the-art facilities on Hardy Street in Hattiesburg. Kelly, you got something a little interesting there. You want to talk about Yeah, you know, with all this conference realignment that's going on, Bob, and, and now apparently ongoing, right, the Big 12, now it looks like it's going to, to have a different look in the next couple of years, the Big 10 adding Southern Cal and UCLA. So, so what happens to some of these, you know, some of these other conferences? And look, there are some schools in the old conference USA that Southern Miss had good rivalries with, including Louisiana Tech. And and there've been some some reports we can't we can't confirm that these were, you know, from officials at these schools, but some reports are surfing surfacing that have Louisiana Tech reaching out to the Sun Belt back when Southern Miss and James Madison and, and Marshall were, were getting ready to make the announcement and subsequently the move, that Louisiana Tech had wanted to be a part of, uh, of the Sun Belt, were willing to pay the fees to get out of Conference USA and any fees to get into the Sun Belt. But, but some of those reports say that, that Tech was, was unceremoniously uh, told that as long as Louisiana Monroe and Louisiana Lafayette were in the Sun Belt. Right. There would be no room. Let's just let's just be right. nice. Didn't about they have it. an opportunity at one time to get in the Sun Belt or were in the Sun Belt and left and left and and uh, and so you know I, I don't know. This may shake out as as things continue to reorganize. As you know, UT San Antonio who had just made a um, say that they were going to be moving. Well, heck, they might be moving again. Right. So I mean, as this right. thing goes never forward, done. yeah, you you never know. But but Louisiana Tech, I think, would be a good addition. I, I completely agree. Mobe Beignet, the official beignet store of the Eagle Hour, and a great place for you to enjoy a delicious treat. Uh, they're open uh, every day, and uh, they serve up the beignets as you order them. So uh, we hope that you'll give them a shot at Mobe Beignet. All right, Saturday night, Kelly Center will be emceeing a very special wrestling event. We have a, a guest here in the studio with us. His name is Towns Getty. He is from uh, St. Augustine, Florida. And, and you actually pronounced that wrestling. Wrestling, yeah, uh, correct. A wrestling show uh, Saturday night. We are you are you going with me, Mr. Getty? Yes. Okay, and Kelly, what what will he see? He's a man of few words. He's a man of few words. He's sort of like Mister Reality. <laughs> no, tell, mi- it, tell him what he's in store for. No, Mister Reality will will say more than than just one words. But Towns, this guy is not not a guy you want to hang with. I'm telling you, I've seen some of his matches. They don't even like end in the ring half the time. They'll end up in the in the bleachers. They'll end out on the floor. They'll be fighting, going back to the dressing rooms. This guy is completely out of hand. Um, and you're you're going to see him uh, Saturday night up in Laurel. So are you, are you ready for this, Towns? Are you? Yes or no? Yes. Okay. Do you have do you have uh, do you have wrestling matches out in St. Augustine, Florida? I don't know. You don't know. Well, what what is your thoughts about this? Would you like to perhaps get in the ring with Mister Reality and wrestle a bit around a bit? No. no. Yeah. Well, that's that's the smartest thing he's ever said, <laughs> that he's ever said. But we'll have uh, Benjamin J. Woods on the, the show tomorrow. You've got all the a lot of the grandkids here this week, you? I have I have this young man here, Towns, and I have his sister May Claire, uh, and their dad, uh, my son, is uh, an air traffic controller out in uh, 
St. Augustine, Florida. Actually works at the Jacksonville Airport, and they just they just built them a new beautiful home out in St. Augustine, and they live in a very pretty part of the country. Now, are they off the Washington Redskins slash Commanders bandwagon whole, as well? The whole family. We're, we're no longer associated with that organization. Disenfranchised. Disenfranchised. Now, Towns is the Golden Eagle. Towns that grew up as the Golden Eagle. You like the Golden Eagles, right? What's your favorite sport, Towns? Uh... The questions only get tougher, buddy. <laughs> now, he came to baseball with you. You enjoyed the baseball games, didn't you? Yes, sir. Yeah, he liked the baseball, so I Do think baseball might be. What's your favorite major league team, Towns? Like pro baseball? I don't know. You don't have one? No, he's a Golden Eagle. Okay. He's a Golden Eagle. Well, you can ask him what his favorite video game is. He can tell you that. What would that be? <laughs> what would that be? Your favorite video game? Minecraft or Roblox? You play that often. Don't Minecraft you? doesn't Southern Miss one of the esports teams? I think aren't so. they Minecraft? I, I think. I'm hoping that Towns will eventually be one of those guys that makes the 500 grand a year that they said you. Do you know you make a lot of money doing that, playing games like that? Yeah, he's pretty good at it, Kelly. And we'll, and when you and when you make that kind of money, don't forget Papa over here. <laughs> your your favorite relative, correct? Oh, he's nodding no, Bob. Oh, my gosh. So much for your birthday present, Tim. Well, his Aunt Amber just walked in. I think that could possibly be his favorite relative. But uh, I'm pretty high on the list, I hope. Right, Towns? Yes, sir. Okay. okay. I love how he Towns gets right up Getty. to the microphone, takes a deep breath. Thinks about he, what he's going to say yes. before he says it. Yeah. All right, that wraps it up, Towns. We say Southern Miss, and you say to the top. So let's do that. Southern Miss to, to the, the top. top. There we go. Super Talk Mississippi Media Production.